get some insights in the biggest news that's shaping the markets thus far. And for that, we welcome in Rob Fleming, Senior Market Analyst with Schwab Center for Financial Research. Thank you so much for being with us. As we take a look, obviously, the front and center is this PPI report. It's amazing as we look, 9.6% year over year. And this is the fastest on record. What does it mean? Why, do, why should people really care about this print? Yeah, well, good morning, Nicole. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, this is uh, another hot print. I mean, this week we got the, the big Fed decision. So, and we saw Fed Chairman Jerome Powell change his tone a little bit more hawkish a couple of weeks ago. So this is uh, another hot reading on inflation, uh, you know, puts the Fed in focus here on how they're going to respond. So it's interesting because now the idea here is with what this hot number and then you have the Fed starting the meeting today into tomorrow. And the idea here is that they will speed up tapering and maybe even pull up those interest rate hikes. Um, right now, people are looking at two to three rate hikes for next year. Your thoughts? Yeah, we're, we're in the, the one to two camp still right now. But uh, yeah, tomorrow is going to be a, a big uh, go a long way in, in deciding on, you know, what that pace will be. Um, we'll get uh, not only updated economic projections on the economy and inflation, but also uh, what's known as the dot plots. Um, that'll uh, give us an idea of how all the Fed participants are feeling in terms of, you know, projected rate uh, levels uh, for this year, for next year and, and years beyond. So that'll that'll be one of the unknowns for tomorrow that uh, the markets will be looking for to see, uh, you know, kind of gauge where what the what the Fed's intending right now. I saw that you were uh, talking about how people should be arranging their portfolio if they're on the longer end, the diversification, if they're on more active trader, maybe reducing some positions. Explain what you're thinking here for traders and investors. Yeah, for, for long-term investors, it's the, the tried and true uh, diversify within and across asset classes, uh, stay in the market, keep keep uh, investing, and then, uh, you know, be disciplined, though, on your rebalancing and maybe use some of this volatility in the markets for opportunities to, uh, you know, maybe trim some some asset classes that have been, you know, seeing good gains and, and trimming high and then uh, adding to some underperformers. So you, you're adding low there. For uh, in terms of like active equity traders, we're, we're still with this volatility ramping up here. We, we suggest that you kind of maybe look at limiting, you know, share count or dollar amounts and then also, uh, you know, scaling in to new equity exposure right now. Scaling in new equity exposure. So that means buying some of your favorites on dips. Yeah. And, and being, you know, disciplined and, and patient in terms of going, you know, getting to your targeted allocation there. So maybe, you know, scaling in or stepping in or, you know, being, you know, patient on, on going all in on your whatever target you have there. Yeah. Do rate hikes necessarily mean weakness for stocks? I mean, that's what we always thought, but that may not necessarily be true. Yeah, that's that's exactly right, Nicole. There, uh, that's what we're looking at. The, the key is going to be the pace of their rate hikes. There, you know, we've seen leading up to the initial rate hikes and even subsequently after rate hikes, uh, the markets have have behaved, uh, you know, relatively well. There, it's just it's just the pace that's going to you know be the key there. If they they have to move faster than the markets expect, that could uh, cause some additional volatility in the markets. As we see um, today, right, where it's a third negative day in four trading days, what are the expectations between now and the end of the year, 
even, because some people said that was the Santa Claus rally. We already had it. Yeah, we had a, a very nice bounce back last week and uh, not surprising. We see a little bit of a pullback here, especially with the unknowns we got. We still got the Omicron you know, variant uncertainty out there as well. And then, uh, you know, this big Fed decision and we got some data coming out, uh, you know, retail sales this week as well that, uh, you know, we do expect, uh, you know, choppiness in, in the markets as we, we try to figure out, uh, you know, how, the, how fast the, the Fed's going to respond to the inflation right now. And in the meantime, uh, we're seeing when you watch what's going on with the 10 year bond yield, it's really stayed pretty steady. It hasn't spooked folks yet. Yeah, we're, we're looking at, you know, the. the with the Fed doing a couple of weeks ago going more hawkish there, we're, we're looking at uh, the markets responding to seeing the Fed might have to speed up their their tightening path. So we're seeing the short end of the curve move respond a little bit more quickly than the, than the longer term. When when we get expectations that the Fed may have to move faster than expected, we'll see uh, maybe the, the longer term end of the curve, uh, you know, come, you know come down and flatten a little bit because, uh, you know, they're expecting the Fed might have to put the brakes on the economy or, you know, try to tamp down inflation. So that won't have the impact on, on the longer end than, uh, you know, yeah. than, than the short end. We'll see. It's all about the pace. And what you don't want is a game of catch up because that would spook investors in the markets overall. It's great to see you, Rob. Thank you. Yeah. Rob Fleming, Schwab Center for Financial Research. Thank you always. Good to see you.